everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Lose Your Mind podcast, where we talk about each week or each episode uh, something to do with mindfulness, where we very often like to give you a little theme and we like to expand upon that and then give you some tips and tricks. Well, we actually thought we'd like to do a mindful experiment this week and not really have a theme at all, but very bravely just see where this goes. So what we thought we'd start off by saying is, what do we really mean by lose your mind? That is the title of the podcast, but we've probably never really explained it, or if we have, we might have forgotten about it. So we thought it'd be good to explain what we meant because that was the original concept of this podcast. So I'm here as usual with my counterpart, Kelly. Kelly, what do you think? Well, I'm glad we're revisiting this because for many of us, when you hear that lose your mind, that could mean a multitude of things, right? Like losing your mind might feel unstable to some or a place where you don't want to be. But for me, when we were brainstorming and throwing around ideas and this came up, this was perfect because I quite often think we are so stuck in our heads that we lose sight of who we are and what we want. And when you lose your mind a little bit and you connect deeper within yourself, then you're freer. And that's what we want. We want people to feel free, to be who they are. That's what the kind of things we're talking about in mindfulness loosely. But it doesn't have to be that fixed outcome. So by losing your mind, essentially for me, you're giving yourself freedom to connect with your whole self. What about you? Yeah. Now, before I I give you my version, I'm just going to pick up on something you said, because you said we want you to lose your mind. And then you went a little bit. Because as if lose your to lose your mind is a really bad thing, because it kind of has that kind of um, taintedness, hasn't it? You know, lose your mind means you've gone crazy or mm. you're out of your mind on drugs or alcohol or something like that right so but you went a little bit now why did you do that well oh gosh and we're freewheeling okay so for me I think okay so you're right there with the lose your mind people do think of it as getting out your head etc you know going crazy but actually isn't that what we want but free from those other things so we want to feel free so everybody goes to drugs alcohol smoking addictions because they want to escape their reality don't they they want to lose their minds we are saying to people you can lose your minds without all those things by being present so yeah we do want people to lose their minds sometimes a little bit sometimes a lot it's okay to connect with your own thoughts and what you're thinking and where you are but sometimes you've got to get out of your head into your body to feel that escape that we all want and actually escape is essentially just being present and being with who you are without all the judgment and the layers and the expectations and the keeping up, right? So I think losing your mind sometimes a lot is great. Sometimes a little is okay. Um, is that helping you understand my meaning? Yeah, I think so. But I think you said that because you the, the phrase lose your mind has so many connotations attached to it that if if you didn't give it that little caveat a little bit, it sounds a bit too risky. And I think that's society conditioning 
Okay. So, um, yeah, no, you've explained it perfectly well. What I would say is that, um, and this, this comes from teaching mindfulness in that there's a, there's a real paradox here in that we want, we want people to be free to discover, you know, what their minds are truly like and not, not the, the painted on narratives that people have, the stories in their heads. And that's what we're trying to do or what I thought we were trying to do with lose your mind, but people, what they end up doing is trying too hard. So we talk about being free and we talk about um, letting yourself go and all those things that you mentioned. But when people come to a mindfulness class, they're grasping on so hard. It just, and I see it all the time. It's like, I see people's brows, you know, furrowed in concentration and and they'll say at the end of a meditation, oh, well, that didn't quite work for me. And, and you know, or, or that was really good. It's like you're still hanging on to the outcome. Right? Right. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. And I think even with us, with this, so quite often we have great chats, don't we, beforehand? You know, we're not thinking about what we maybe should or shouldn't talk about. Yeah. And which are really insightful to do with, you know, how we've found our own freedom through getting out of anxious patterns or burnout or whatever it is. And then when with the moment you try and conform to a subject, it limits you. So by t- today, we're just kind of doing this free weaving so that we can essentially get to where we need to be. But without that expectation, we're still producing something that is meaningful to us with, you know, the, the kind of subject matter of, being present and you know making room to be with how you're feeling but it doesn't have to be done in a certain way and I think people like you say rock up to try and get results when they sign up for a mindfulness course or come to a meditation thing and quite often they will leave not with the results they wanted and it doesn't mean that we're like useless at doing what we do I'm just going to use another word then so I'd try and find a more polite one but I think um, it just takes time, doesn't it, from finding your own way? I mean, for example, what works for you won't necessarily work for me. But it doesn't mean that we're not yeah. doing the process. No, that's right. But I also think that um, maybe it's a, it's incumbent upon us to teach them that, you know, because because what you came here for to like maybe maybe – People want more control in their lives. You know, I hear that all the time. You know, people saying, um, I'm only happy when I'm in control. Well, I think my job is to help them not be in control. So, and and remember, part of mindful training, mindful meditation is, there's two things, isn't there, really, I think. So one is to train your mind to focus. And the other one is to uh, calm your mind down, to slow your thoughts down so that you can see them more clearly, right? I think they're the two kind of main fundamentals I try to get across to people. However, I think what that means is that by doing that, you're you're forcing them into, oh God, you know, I've got a must focus, and if and if I'm not focusing, then I'm I'm a failure, and if my mind's not slowing down, I'm a failure. When actually you're not, you know, it's just it is being present with whatever it is that you're thinking and feeling, whatever that is, right, and that that's. The other misconception, which I know we've covered in, in another podcast where, 
you, you walk through the door as a mindfulness teacher and you're expected to be Mr. or Mrs. Calm and, you know, Zen and all that. And actually you could be a, you know, complete nutcase and it, and it's, it's um, probably the wrong word, but um, you know what I mean, don't you? It's, it's, we're, we're setting ourselves up to attach ourselves to this thing. And it's not about this thing. It's about just letting it, letting it go, letting it have its life. Yeah, exactly that. And that there is too much attachment. I mean, I actually thinking about it, love being out of control. I love it. I love going crazy. But when I'm in control, I feel that's how I need to conform to kind of fit in and look like I'm doing the right thing. And there's a lot of that in life. There's so much people. I mean, social media is a death trap for young people now, isn't it? With so much online for them to feel they have to conform to or look like or, you know, it's just a minefield. So having the tools to know that, you know, coming back to what you've got to say, what you know is important, it's the most important thing of all. And it's the same with mindfulness. So I was um, with a group of people the other day and we were talking about meditation and the single thing that she said at the end that was the most useful was that I'd almost given permission for her to say, it's okay to have as many thoughts as you want, you know, as many as you like, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. That's, that's all good. That's, you know, it's fine to just be with whatever's here. So whatever that is, anger, the amount of times people say to me, because I do get angry on occasion, I know you wouldn't think it, but... No, um, I would never think that. <laughs> but it, they will say, that's not very mindful, is it? And I'm like, of course it's bloody mindful, because um, you can be mindfully angry. There are lots of emotions, aren't there? He's getting very angry now, listeners. <laughs> Sorry. No, but I'm, quite, <laughs> I'm just quite passionate about people being able to feel the way they feel. I think too often people are shut down and it's the root of all problems, burnout, stress, anxiety, depression, addiction. I think it all stems from people feeling they've got to fit in in a certain way and do things. So you then go to escape. I was working with some children not too long ago and this poor girl, she was really angry, but she didn't want to speak. She didn't want to put her hand up because she felt that that was bad. Now, of course, violence and things like that, they're not great. But if we're all given the space to just feel what we're feeling, which is what mindfulness is doing without too many, you know, fairy lights and feathers or whatever you want to say, just the basics of it, we just need to be able to feel how we feel, sit with whatever that is and know that's okay. There's no right or wrong way about it. Yeah, I am getting quite angry. I'm quite no, passionate. About you're it. getting passionate, which is good. <laughs> And yeah, you're right. And and I think, are we saying that you just let yourself go completely then and, and all behavioural norms should just go out the window? Is that what we're saying or not? Well, I, I know in society that would be quite extreme and everyone's got their own view on that. Now, I don't think people should just be able to go crazy all the time. You know, you don't want people to be unsafe um, and be out of control to a point where they could be in danger but my mum for example I think I did loosely touch on this before but has got bipolar so when I was younger she was diagnosed with a mental health condition now at the time it's later come to me when she had that breakdown I could see looking back that she just wanted to feel grounded and she just wanted to feel space 
And what was happening to her didn't quite fit in with the view of everyone around. So straight away, she was almost put in a box of what should happen Mm. and then went on a very long journey, in my opinion. I've openly said this to my parents sort of now in later years. And recently she um, was in hospital and had to come off um, quite a lot of medication. And there was a definite shift in her. But the thing is, is what we focus on, I don't know if this point's making sense, but it's where our focus is, is what grows. So when my mum was physically unwell this recent time, her mental illness wasn't present at all without medication because she couldn't have it because it would have been dangerous at that time. So I found this absolutely amazing. That I'm not saying there's not a place for medication. That's not what I'm saying here, just for anyone that's listening. I, I know there is. But because for her own safety, she had to come off the medication, her focus was on being physically ill, that her mental illness didn't have space to almost become present. Do you see what I mean? I do, so I, be- absolutely. So that's my point about being with having the space to actually feel it. So when she had the initial breakdown, if she'd have been given a little bit more time to actually be able to feel what she was feeling, things could have potentially been different. I think when we don't allow the space, when things are shut down too quickly or not explored or you haven't got anyone to hear you, I think you can end up on quite a lonely path is what I'm saying. Yeah, I think that's a really great way of explaining it. Because we're not talking about, you know, so if you feel angry, you know, if you're in a social situation, you can't just start smashing glasses and punching people. But you do need a little bit of space to display anger or feel anger or however you want to do it. And and I think that's what comes from mindfulness for me anyway, if we go back to that and, you know, what, what are some of the benefits of it is – you are able to process your feelings better, aren't you? That whole yeah. respond rather than react. It, and it, I like, I like the, I like the phrase space. And and I must admit, I've heard people talk about spaciousness and stuff. And I've, you know, you and I have talked about this before. And I've heard people say it. And I just thought it sounded a bit. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, it's one of those things that. I'm sorry if I'm saying things. I shouldn't be saying, but no, 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 no. But in, you know, in mindfulness circles, there are certain jargon words that get put out a bit. And one of them, I remember hearing somebody saying in a meditation, I was on a group meditation and somebody, it was on a Zoom one, it was right at the start of COVID and somebody put, oh, in the comments after somebody led a meditation, oh, thank you, whoever it was. Uh, that gave me so much spaciousness. And I was just like putting two fingers down my throat thinking, yeah, you know, that's just like, what does that mean? You know, it's just such a classically airy-fairy phrase. But I sort of get it now. I'm glad you get it because... In, in the, in the um, it, it, it is about giving yourself just a little bit of space because we're, we're so tightly confined. And in all the roles that we have in life, whether you are a parent or a spouse or a friend or a colleague um you tend to get boxed into certain corners don't you you know Mm -hmm. you're you're at the intersection of all of those and that's the space within which you live and we need to give ourselves more space so it's like what we're saying is lose your mind 
and go out into space. <laughs> but that holding space, like I always say holding space. You, you do, know, yes. Airy yeah. fairy word that you might have stuck your fingers. I, 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 I don't think it's I don't think that's airy fairy. Well, but the point is people value time more than anything. Right? Time with the but that's the most important thing. I know it's only a concept, but it's you know those moments, and that's where mindfulness is bringing us. So when we ha- when we lose our minds, and we have this space, and people are holding these spaces for us, we get to appreciate and enjoy our time, even if that means being angry for a little while, or means you know crying for a bit. Great, feel that, and then you can feel the freedom afterwards. If you suppress it down, you live with a lifetime of unfelt emotion which causes like dis-ease in the body that's what disease is isn't it like your body's not at ease you feel unwell and then all these other physical symptoms present themselves or mental health issues you know the list goes on so I was I mean I literally don't watch the news but something flashed up the other day about um 16 year olds or something having a I don't know 18 month wait that might not be accurate all I know is young people have a very long wait to seek mental health support um it's nuts because I can't even go into some schools for free you know it's quite difficult to get into a school I'm really passionate about helping teenagers so anyone listening I'm here (laughs) Um, but I just think they shouldn't have to wait because they need these spaces they need the ears to properly listen they might not feel safe going home and this is why I come back to again writing we both love writing if you can't talk to anyone or you've got emotions you want to express and feel write them out because it's something you can do immediately to help you feel better and create that own space for other things to come in like when you free something out new stuff comes in you know it's like the same with ideas it's just you know lose your mind a little bit or a lot I mean (laughs) (laughs) touche yeah 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 good all right. Anything else to say? I've always got something to say, but we better leave you it You have. There. We better wrap it up there, haven't we? Otherwise, <laughs> you'd be going on all day. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, I think to sum up, we, we wanted to talk today a bit more freely and um, not try and box ourselves in with just having a theme and then trying to fit everything we say around that theme because that in itself becomes counterproductive. So, hopefully, you've enjoyed this. This is just um, – and the message that, you know, we would like to take away, I'd like to take away is uh, just give yourself a bit of a break, give yourself some space, use mindfulness, but you don't have to be a dedicated meditator or have a mind that's always Zen or trained or focused. Just let yourself feel it. Um, and you know, you will, you will heal it. Oh, you stole my line. I, I did. You were gonna, yeah, I knew, I knew you were going to come in and say that. So I thought, I'd, you know. Yeah. You have got to feel it to hear it. It's the most important thing. And like you said earlier about control, people, if they could just let go of a bit of control, just a tiny bit, that's healthy, right? So, and I've enjoyed free reading. So I think we should do this again. We definitely should. And uh, I've had a bit more fun, even though I always have fun, but I've had more fun this time. So maybe we can do this again. Maybe we can. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time on Lose Your Mind. Bye. Bye.